just on the lake, you said? I was. Actually, yes. wait, sorry. Yes. Andrew, yeah. you can lead her in. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I blew it, dude. Already. What are we, two <laughs> seconds into this tonight? Yep. I'm asking questions before we're starting? Yeah. God dang it. Your Instagram handle is at Notorious. Uh, M- MKP, dude. MKP. Mm-hmm. I, that's Which literally is, how I refer mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, I think it's the <laughs> coolest thing. Oh, Where'd you come up with that? Someone, I don't know. I was nickname? listening to some Notorious B.I.G. Mm. for a while, and yeah. It rolls it off just, the tongue. It just stuck. Yeah. I, I thought it. about changing it, but I, I was like, uh, you, you can't really do that once once you make it, you know? Hey, I just recently changed mine, and I feel like I shouldn't have. I was like the and Sarah, which is my last name. Yeah. And I was like, all right, you don't need to be like... Uh, you're not. You're no longer the and Sarah. You're just Andrew Dot Dot and Sarah. <laughs> or you can go with Tyler Webbs, our intern here. Tyler Dot M Dot Web Dot. What else you got um, in there? Dot com. Instagram. Well, oh. Yeah, I was I just going it. for my like Tyler M Web, but on Instagram that wasn't available. Tyler so I had to put some dots in there. Oh yeah. yeah, I had to put an underscore. Yeah, see, mm. that's just normal people. They make fun of me. It's just normal people. That's what people do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. I want to change. Andrew and I were talking about this the other day, like changing your Instagram to uh like for us it's we have back pocket so yeah. uh, um like putting back pocket in our personal um yeah. instagrams yeah. i don't know how we would do it just but do like bp deck or bp yeah, yeah. or back pocket, back Andy. pocket. Yeah. andy's back yeah. pocket something yeah. like that by the way when i tried to tag you guys your t falls off the end i saw that <laughs> no. it was it was massive at the end it was massive i'm like oh this is kind of weird but yeah i'll roll with it that was funny we might mm-hmm. need to uh, switch it up or something wait the short. t so yeah. when she added us and she just, she typed it in, mm-hmm. it, you know how it like um, shifts shifts when there's too oh, many wraps numbers. the text. Yeah, so yeah. just the T wrapped down. So it was back pocket small, and then it was Massive the font T. that gets enhanced. That's good branding. Yeah, it's great yeah. branding. Love yeah. the T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that, man. Yeah, but you just came off the lake, which is awesome. I did. Yeah. yeah. Was it a? It's a pretty day out there. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, it's been pretty windy the past week, but it settled down a little bit today and. It's definitely it's getting uh, cooler. Oh way yeah, way earlier. I was surfing with a heater top last night, and what? I forgot it today. But it was okay because the sun was out. The sun was out yesterday too, but it was really windy. Heater top, so yeah. it's like that's like half of a wetsuit. Yeah, just okay. like a little neoprene jacket. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Not so, quite wetsuit season. Yeah. Yet. Are you? How often are you? Are you on the lake like every day? Every day. Um, not surfing every day. Okay. But I I try to get out every day, whether it's paddleboarding or fishing or sitting on the dock or so you just love it yeah yeah i'm a water baby that's amazing yeah, yeah that's incredible because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. you're looking at two guys who i mean i'm from denver yeah and andrew's from chicago tyler's from green bay mm-hmm. um and we like lake life is something that when i get the chance to go up to like someone's cabin mm-hmm. it's always like if someone mm-hmm. invites you to their place pretty much yeah but oh my gosh it's so fun right it's amazing right? i just wish i could do it all the time yeah do you ever, you ever lake michigan i've always wanted to explore that on a boat i've n- actually never been on a boat on lake michigan i've been to like the lake front and hung out by yeah. the lake but i haven't gone out which is bad. i should i should be on that i take it back i have when i went to Lollapalooza one year i went on a ferry cruise mm. no we went through the locks that's that's that incredible cool. yeah, yeah that i love cool. Lollapalooza. yeah it's fun what year did you go Ooh, i went i've gone three times oh, nice. so i went when i was 19 mm-hmm. my coworker who was 26 took me um that's an eye-opening experience oh so eye-opening uh second time i went was 2013 and then i went down with my brother in 2015 yeah for his birthday i bought us sunday lineup tickets and we drove down saturday and 
That's incredible. Did you see um, Did you see Chance that year? Uh, on the when I went with my brother. Yes. Dude, I don't remember. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We we went to go see Kygo. This was before he like blew oh, up. Oh wait, you did? Yeah, yeah. So we went down oh. to see Kygo, and then he was playing under the tree area. Yeah, he was yep. in the forest. Yeah, well, it was beautiful. So when we got there, it was um, everyone was leaving the park, and my brother and I were like, "What the heck? Like, what's going on?" And there was a storm rolling in, so they postponed everything, and mm-hmm. so everything got pushed back. So he only played for like fifteen minutes. Everyone was kind of pissed off about it, Damn. and um. But for my birthday, he bought us after-party tickets to Kygo. So we went from Lollapalooza to the after-party, and it was, like, the best show I've ever been to. Oh, he's the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kygo's kind of my sneaky favorite artist. Yeah, well, and, you know, before he blew up, like, when we were at this after-party concert, it was super, like, there was not a lot of people at all, and we were front, like, right on the front, and... People weren't pushing around. There was space to dance, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was sweet. Right it on, was pretty fun. That's incredible. Yeah, totally. Do you like uh, Grizz? Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Andrew and I, what two years ago, first time we ever went to a Grizz concert? Yeah, at the, at the Myth. At the Myth, we. Oh God. We uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God is right. <laughs> we so we showed up. I think the the show time like doors opened at mm-hmm. like I don't know. We got there right when the doors opened, but uh, we wore uh, Jimmy Buffett attire. Oh, yes. We dressed up in like our Hawaiians. Had Were you some just like sweating to death. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Had our backwards hat. We had sunglasses on. It was. It's amazing. Flip flops. <laughs> yeah. We were crushing it. But uh, I had never been to like one of those like funky, just like EDM mm-hmm. type, just mm-hmm. grooving type shows. And when it first started, we were just like you know getting bumped into all the time. And mm-hmm. some girl turns around. She's like, "Have you guys ever been to a Grist concert before?" And we're like, "No," <laughs> looking just ridiculous. And then she goes. Uh, all right, well, there's one rule. Never stop moving. We're like, all right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so good. I love that, dude. And then we've made an annual trip to see Grizz every single year since. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Take Grizz, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys know of um, Thomas Jack? No. Mm. He's another awesome um, tropical house artist. Okay. And he, he's come to Minneapolis a couple of times. I've seen him three times when he's come, but he's good. Sweet. He's okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Is he like more low-key or is mm-hmm. he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's not quite blown up like Kygo, but I think that's kind of the direction he's mm-hmm. going. Is, okay, yeah. sweet. Yeah. That's what I loved about Kygo's because I found right. him. I found him when like 2013, mm-hmm. 2014. He had mm-hmm. like the Let Her Go remix and yep. the um, I See Fire, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then he – or and uh, Sexual Healing. That's the obvious one. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, then when he dropped that album like Cloud Nine or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Freaking took mm-hmm. off. Now he's doing everything. We need to go see Pretty Lights at Red Rocks. Yes. Oh, that I saw is, them at Myth. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I saw him yeah. at uh, Lollapalooza my first time too. But oh, and they were probably headlining. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. But they are Colorado guys. Yeah. So Red Rocks would is like the, their mecca, and that, that would, would be, be the sweet experience between Pretty Lights um, and Grizz, and then you throw in like Grammatic and Big G. Those, mm-hmm. those Big guys, Wild too. And Big Wilds uh, starting yeah. to come out, come up with some really good songs. But I'm always listening to that stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. that's my jam. Is that mm-hmm. what you're listening to on the lake while you're ripping waves? Uh, it it kind of, it it all it it you know rotates. Okay, it's all different. Sometimes we listen to oldies. Sometimes we listen to we rarely listen to country out there. Um, that's what I was about to say. Um, yeah, just a lot of different stuff. Right on. That's yeah. sick. So yeah. let's break yeah. down the story of you getting into yeah. uh, wake surfing. Yeah. So when did it start, and when did you like just catch that urge to continue to get out there? So I first tried wake surfing. Probably when I was a freshman in high school, um, I went out with a friend on her dad's friend's boat 
uh, we just went out. It was a wake setter. I tried it for the first time. And I was like, this is kind of cool, you know, or whatever. A um, couple years went by, and I actually reconnected with a friend that I went to high school with that was a senior when I was a freshman, and he started building boards in his basement in high school, and he now owns a company called Idle Surfboards, and he makes boards. He has them um, mass-produced out in China, and I went out with him one time and started surfing, and that was probably about five or six years ago. And I wasn't really taking it seriously at the time because, you know, it, was, it wasn't a popular sport. It was really minimal. And, um, and then I really got into it about three years ago when I started competing. Um, an ex-boyfriend actually got me to do my first competition. And then I've just been doing them ever since. Really? Yeah. That is yeah. so sick. What yeah. do competitions look like for wake surfing? Um, so I've never, they, they're all over the United States or all, all over the world. Mm. Um, a couple of them. So some of them people host just for fun. And then there's other ones that are part of the CWSA, which is the world wake surfing or competitive wake surfing association. Mm. Um, and when you compete in those competitions, you score and then that's how you place. And then you get invited to worlds if you place high enough. Um, but basically, so the ones that I've done this summer, one was um, out on Lake Minnetonka in Mound um, with Spirit of the Lakes. It was called uh, Minnesota Wake Surf Championships, and they it got pushed back because it was storming. So it was supposed to start at 9 and didn't start till like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So you're just waiting um, around all day? Pretty much, yeah. Oh. I was supposed to ride at noon, and I didn't ride till 6. Oh. Um, but it was it was cool because they, they have the Spirit of the Lakes Festival, so there's a bunch of um, tents and vendors there selling their stuff. And my buddy actually had a tent for idle surfboards. Um, yeah, so they basically uh, – you get a, a um, dealer or a boat company to sponsor the event, and that's, who, that's what the tow boat is. So this one was Nautique or super aeronautique and um you basically start there's a bunch of different divisions there's juniors amateurs outlaw um Ooh, outlaw sounds pro. Sick. <laughs> outlaws between amateur and pro okay uh and then they have masters which is like the old guys that shred and so they usually go you know each division at a time mm -hmm. and then they'll switch out judges for every division and they do two buoys or four buoys actually so there's the one where you get up and then the one where they start judging you and then the one where they stop judging you and you, you throw the rope by the time you get to the second buoy because they mm -hmm. don't count anything when you're holding the rope. Um, and you get two passes generally and three falls. And this cool. bay that it was on in Cook's Bay – or, yeah, Cook's Bay and – oh, wait, maybe it wasn't Cook's Bay. I, I don't remember. I, I grew up on the lake and I still don't remember all the bays. Um it's super choppy because it's a big bay and there's a basically on the other side is like a channel or a passing where you go from one bay to another so yeah. it was super choppy it usually is always super choppy and but they get through that and they're usually run behind because you know switching out judges and getting riders out there and they usually tow you out on a jet ski and you hop in the water or you do your runs and then they tow you back on a jet ski and jeez that's like a they, long process it's yeah um i went to one this year up in white bear lake uh, that was put on by Swell Wake Surf. It's a, basically a um, attachment you put on your boat to uh, form the wave form or the make wave, it yeah. bigger. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and I was talking to the guy that was uh, organizing it, and he said he had just started working for Swell, and they were like, "Hey, we want to do a wake surfing event. Can you plan it?" And he's like, "Uh, uh sure." Um, I was talking to him, and he goes, "It was the most stressful thing 
He's like, I, I, yeah. I'm not doing it again. But it sounds kind of fun, like, Mm -hmm. trying to put it on. There was one that was up in Brainerd on Gull Lake. They don't do that one anymore, but it was, I went and competed in that for two years, and we kind of made a fun weekend out of it. We drove up there Friday, competed Saturday, Sunday, drove back Sunday, and I've kind of had thoughts of, like, maybe trying to start another one up there. Ooh. But. That'd be fun. I'm sure I got to have, you know, talk to people. and. It sounds like you caught the bug. Yeah. You got Idle Surf. That's a sponsor yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Is the is like the community of wake surfers, is it pretty big and like, or is it really like tight knit, like you guys all know each other, competing against each other type thing? So over the past three years, three or four years, it's grown and it's become more popular. Um, when I started surfing, it was pretty small. Um, okay. And, you know, since I've been surfing and competing, I've met friends from all over the country and the world that come in and compete in minnesota and um it's grown a lot you know a lot of people will buy surf boats and go out they they won't compete but um like minnesota inboard malibu boats they do a malibu family tie up every year at big island where all the boats go that families that own them tie up and yeah it's cool Dude, that's it's nuts. really cool that always blows my mind like i think i wake surfed for the first time like two or three years ago mm-hmm. and it's always what's weird is um like try like when you find that sweet spot for the yeah. first time and you just like can toss the rope. Yep. How long did it take you like to catch on? Because it sounds like you were you grew up on the lake your um, whole life, but was it just like right away? You're like, I love this. It's perfect. So I grew up skiing and snowboarding. Mm. Um, I did some wakeboarding, Hell not yeah. a ton, but I, you know, it, it did take me a while to find the sweet spot. Um, I didn't really start actually trying to throw tricks till about three years ago. Three, four years ago, I should say. So we started like competing um, a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's and it all kind of de- you know depends on the wave and the board and but it's once you find the sweet spot, it's a matter of getting the right pressure between each foot and okay staying in there. Yeah. So how does that work with? So I understand the wave made mm-hmm. made by the boat, mm-hmm. but throwing tricks. So you got to go like down, kind of into the like closer to the boat, and then mm-hmm. turn right into the wave, and then throw whatever you can. So it, it it kind of depends on what, what you're doing. Like if you're coming in for, say, just like a simple 360, you'll want to, you know, you, you come in and you don't want to get a ton of speed because the push of the wave kind of generates you around as long as, or as well as using your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're coming in to get like an air or do like a an alley-oop, um, you, you kind of come in with a bottom turn to generate speed and okay. then lift off the Dang. lip of the wave. That's nuts. So how is like the the scoring work with you? Um, what like what are the judges looking for, and what are you trying to put out every single time? So they judge on. Um, oh my gosh, let me think. I I had this a couple of days ago. Uh, what is it? Tricks, execution, intensity, and um, creativity. Or okay. not not like creativity. There's another word. I just cannot think of it. And right so now. Style points. Style points. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, and you know, I went, I started riding skim, which is not surfing, surfing on a surfboard is surfing. Okay. Um, and that's when I, I kind of would put together a little routine as to what I would do for combos and while I was competing. Um, and I just, just last year I switched to surf style. Um, and I kind of just go with the flow when I'm out there. I haven't really made any. How many tricks are you able to like put together or how many are, are typical for when you're competing 
Um, so you usually start with your tricks that you know you can land right away. Yeah. Um, once you get to the end, you kind of throw the stuff you've been working on, whether you landed or not. Um, how many tricks? Well, I'm just saying, like, how many can you get out in one run? Between um, the buoys. So, uh, it's it's different for everyone. Um, usually you you can do like a like a bottom turn, uh, come in with an air, land it, maybe do a 360. Um, and then, yeah, you kind of just carving and grabs and all that stuff. We got to come out for one, man. Yeah. 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 Have you wake surfed before? No. No? You haven't. Have no. you wakeboarded? Nope. Snowboarded? Yes. Oh, uh, ski. Yeah. Ski. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big ski. Skier. And I got yeah. up on. I've only gotten up on uh, jet skis. Oh. Okay. Jet okay. skis? Or no? What are the uh, <laughs> water <laughs> skis? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, like dude, everyone really can get up, up on a jet ski. <laughs> yeah. Water skis. Water skis. Okay. Yeah. I learned how to water ski behind a jet ski. Really? Mm-hmm. Dude, mm-hmm. that's wild. I water skied once, and like I've skied all my life. Mm-hmm loves actual skiing and then i got on the water skis and i was like this is stressful like your feet can split apart and it's <laughs> and it's over at that point <laughs> it's dude. over game over it's so over. embarrassing mm-hmm. like water skiing is one of those sports where like when you first first start you just look bad mm-hmm. like it's a it's not a good look at all mm-hmm. like wake surfing once you get up and you're on behind the rope and you know struggling to stay on the wave like it's all right it's not you look you look at least pretty good mm-hmm. someone throw you a beer or whatever but yeah yeah it's I've so nuts that. there you go <laughs> That's crazy. I want to. I I do kind of try to understand like how you freaking land a three sixty. Like that's insane. That blows my mind. You're just like it, yeah, it's like simple three sixty. I'm over here like, dude. Uh, <laughs> I don't nuts. land them all the time. Okay. I I get I'm consistent with them, and then I'm not. Um, okay. The past couple of weeks, I've actually been trying a couple of different boards, and you know, a lot of it is. I've recently I I tend to go into the trick way too fast. Um, and then I kind of just like barrel out or lose the wave because I Mm -hmm. go fast and then I pause and then I do it and I just fall off the wave. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's like a pivot on your back foot. Uh, as you're coming into the wave, you know, you put your hand in to act as a a fin essentially to kind of help you turn. Got it. Um, you know, you lead with your shoulders and your head and then you spot the boat as you get around. Right. Mm. Yeah. That's sick. How, what was it like trying Well, all three, six year, any like harder trick for the first time? What's the thoughts going through your head? I tried an alley-oop last night and I wrecked my leg. Oh, that I caught it right right before it got too far. Yep. Just caught it right there. Oh, that's, Got the Milky Way on my leg. That's and awesome, dude. Feel so good. what's an alley oop? Um, it's it's like an air one eighty. So you go up, you turn, and then you land, and you turn back around. Do you have any videos you can show us? I really, I'm curious to see some of this stuff. Yeah, it's not good for podcasting, but we're on YouTube, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. All right, let's see here. Do you have any uh, on your Instagram? I can pull them up too. Yes, actually, I do. Up. That's a good point. That's um, a good. I'll do over here. All right, here's this one. Live reaction to <laughs> videos. Yeah, this is sick, dude. Watch on, subscribe on YouTube, yeah. please. We always <laughs> got to subscribe on YouTube. Ty, have you wake surf? Hopefully, it works. My no. my phone's been dropping service. It's Loading. you know really um oh. dependable. Well, they're watching. Yeah, I have a question sick. about yeah. um. So I am not very uh, nimble 
Okay. I'm, you know, I'm a taller guy. Mm-hmm. I also don't, I always like blame it on, I don't have a low center of gravity. Mm-hmm. I'm like a snow skier. That's where girls have the advantage. It's the low center of gravity. Okay. Well, I'm a snow skier. My brothers are both snowboarders and okay. they both have like wake surf and stuff. And mm-hmm. I've always just chalked it up. Like I've tried before and I yeah. just am not good at it. Is there like okay. a type of person that can like just do it and not do it? Because I just, I've always considered myself the type of person to I don't not, think so. Not be able to like snowboard or wake surf or wakeboard or any of that stuff. I think it's in your head, man. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, you got to you got to be more confident in yourself. I think I do. Yeah. I just yeah. like skiing because you have more control. Yeah. Like to the point of water skiing, like I've done it before, uh-huh. and it's like you don't have control when you're water skiing. Like when you're downhill skiing, you know you have control. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. legit. It might be in my head. This is <sighs> super cool. Thanks, man. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. Um. Now I'm. Now I get it. Mm-hmm. Now I get mm-hmm. it. Before I had to see it, I had to see. I'm a visual guy. Well, not really because I'm a podcast, but (laughs) it's a little different. Like the uh, like that alley oop is sick, though. I see what you're saying. Now you just Mm -hmm. freaking turn right into it. It's just like let's ride. Mom's calm. Should we have her on? Yeah, let's let's see what mom has. Let's see what mom's up to. We'll talk to mom later. (laughs) I already talked to her twice today. Yeah, nice. So did you? I mean, like you, you learned right away. Mm -hmm. It was sweet. But where did you really start to gain the confidence to like? Okay, it's time for me to compete. Notorious MKP's got to step up. Um, after my first competition, um, I went up there and we rode and I took second in amateurs, um, which, you know, it's amateurs, it's it's the beginning, but Mm -hmm. it, it, that's kind of where it like sparked my confidence. And, um, I had friends, uh, photographer friends that would come out and get shots and it was just super cool to see the content that they came up with. And some of them would shoot videos and. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. How many competitions yeah. are you uh, able to compete in in a calendar year? Um, I think you can do as many as you want. You have to get a if you're doing a CWSA, you have to register or get a membership, and then um, I think for some reason I thought it was two, um, but I've known people that compete in all of them, and so it's it's kind of what you want, like your preference, if. You know, there was one down in Michigan this year that a bunch of my buddies went to. Um, I wasn't able to make it, but I, I hope to go next year. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. is Minnesota like the the hub for the biggest wave, the biggest and best waves, or are there other hot spots that are? I got a a bunch of buddies out in Colorado and Flor or California. Um, a, a bunch down in Arizona. I go out on the lakes down there. Okay. Um, yeah. So is it more based on the boat then that mm-hmm. sets the wave yep. more so than yep. the actual location? Yes. Um, y- you want deeper water, obviously, to project the wave because the shallower you are, the it mm-hmm. just kind of dies. Right. But there's yeah, it all it's all boat preference and and a yeah. couple heavy dudes yeah. sitting on the back. Exactly. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you were with uh, Levi Lavalley when they were all out here for the accident yeah. a couple years ago. That was super random. My friend and I were on his dock over in. Gideon's Bay and Excelsior and this red Malibu pulls up to the dock there was four guys on there and um I looked at my friend I'm like do you know who that is and he's like no and uh, they get a little bit closer and it was my buddy that works at Minnesota Inboard they were looking for a dock for the um, photographer to sit on because he had this massive lens um but he couldn't get it stable on the boat because it you know it rocks with waves and whatever so they came up they didn't even know it was me that was there until they got closer and we were the only people on the bay on our dock. What? And so they, he, the guy hopped off, got on the dock to take pictures. And then they asked if we wanted to come out and I was like, well, let's go. Like, yeah, absolutely. Let's go. That is mm-hmm. so yeah. sick. Yeah. So you're showing them, you're just showing them all your moves. Le- and <laughs> yeah. So wait, is Levi from here? I think so. I think he lives in 
north. He's super though, north. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Do you know who don't quote me on that. I don't. He's a professional snowmobiler. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. like big time. One of the probably one of the best, if not the best. Yeah, we ever. were out with. Um, uh, I can't remember his name. He's a Olympic skier. Uh, Fiera or Eric, I want to say his name is, but I think it's wrong. Okay. I don't think it's Eric. Not Bodie Miller. No, not Bodie Miller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or Lindsey Vaughn, the only two skiers that I really know. <laughs> Olympians, at least. Yep. Dude, that is so cool. I Did you have a lot of those moments where you're just like meeting up with random people on the on the, on the yeah, lake? Yeah, yeah. Just towing up together mm-hmm. and riding? Mm-hmm. God, that's so cool. It's fun. It's an awesome community. Yeah. It's really, it's... I can imagine. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. I wish, like, like I was saying earlier, I wish we have been able to, like, experience that lake life a little bit more. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is about lake life that is just, like, so cohesive and, like, keeps you coming back all the time? Well, uh, we only have about four or five months out of the year that we can be on the lake and enjoy it that's a great point uh so you got to make the best of the days you have and you know not everyone's on the lake is friendly or nice but everyone most of the time everyone waves when you pass by on through channels and that's what i do whatever Mm -hmm. oh me too it's so fun (laughs) people are so weird out by it sometimes yeah and then you get the ones that just stare at you Mm -hmm. you're like oh all right dude sorry whatever you're having a bad day yeah right (laughs) How many hours do you think you've logged on the on the lake this year? Oh, like a good two hundred plus of time. Um, yeah, maybe like a hundred. Yeah. Uh, uh, dude, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, that's. Uh, usually when we go out, it's we go out for at least two hours minimum. Okay. Um, you kind of have to with you know sacking out the boat and switching riders. We try to go out with smaller crews. So we get more ride time for sure. Um, some people I go out with, it's kind of more of just a fun thing and we just mess around and others I go out with and it's more serious. And that's when we progress and learn new stuff. Mm-hmm. And then are you, do you have people always like trying to grab content as Ty would say? Yes and no. Um, a, a lot of my close friends, the past couple of years, this year it's been a little more quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but the past couple of years, They've reached out to do some stuff, and actually, um, a guy that shoots for Idol Boards, I've gone out with a, a bunch to get content for them. That's sick. For their social media. Yeah, of course, dude. The, yeah. the world of social media is just insane now. I know. It's wild. I, I think it's cool, though. We, I was listening to Gary Vee earlier today, mm-hmm. and he, they were talking about how he prefers, like, the... Do you know who Gary Vee is, by the way? No. Okay. So, Gary Vee <laughs> is um, this, like, serial entrepreneur. I, he's not serial. He's started... Uh, his dad owns a owned a or owns a wine company, and mm-hmm. he uh, worked there. And then he started posting like wine review videos on YouTube. Okay, and he was one of the very first ones to do that. Hmm. He's one of the first investors in Uber, Facebook, oh, wow. all these different companies, and he's just built this big brand now. Cool. And he's they he's like this really really like in your face kind of motivational guy, mm-hmm. and he posts content all the time. But he was talking about how there's so many different streams of ways you can put your content out there mm-hmm. now, like. Mm-hmm. I was asking about the wake surfing community because like that community is now amplified yeah. through because of social media, like yep. through Instagram, through YouTube, mm-hmm. hell you can even throw it on LinkedIn, TikTok, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. There's just so many different streams. Yep. So he was talking about how like it's actually when people ask like, Oh, would you rather post like quality content or quantity or the quantity? Mm-hmm. He said quantity 10 times out of 10 Yeah. for the same, for the reason of like, you can blast that off to tons of areas. You're going to get more practice, getting better at t- getting the shots yep, and yep. everything. So it just blows my mind. Like that's 
It's just even a thing right now, dude. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. A lot of content out there. And you get to mix it up a little bit. You got your wake servant, and you're also a yogi. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. And yeah. that's, you just got your, um, what exactly is the license? Power yoga. Power so yoga. So 200 hour registered yoga training. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you have a sculpt coaching license mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. What brought you to the like to that aspect and, and the yogi lifestyle? So about five, six years ago, a friend of mine brought me to a sculpt class at Core Power. And I after that, I was hooked. And I was doing it for about three years and sculpting a ton. It was I, I couldn't get enough of it. And then a C2 or a yoga teacher told me that I should try a C2 class because of how much I was sculpting. And um, I kind of was starting to feel, you know, pain in places. And I was sculpting probably too much. So I switched over to c2s and that's when i kind of really got into it i'm still practicing being present while i'm there Mm -hmm. and on my mat for the hour but i uh when they said that they were doing a power yoga teacher training i really wanted to learn more about the history and the philosophy and the anatomy of it and all the chakras and all that stuff for how does that work because i know you mentioned that fair like you learned a lot about like the history and the mm-hmm. philosophy behind mm-hmm. it um first off what does c2 mean like what is that so exactly? it's they have their c1 classes which is beginner which is what you guys took when you came to our class okay gotcha. um and then c2 is is heated and it's it's more of a um what is it uh like specific or you kind of do what you want in that class so a c1 is the same sequence every time whereas a c2 you kind of can get creative and unique with your flow and throw different things in take different things out and, yep. and, the, and the people in the class are a lot more experienced mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah cool. what, what is sculpting yeah. for the people that don't know oh, like sculpt. i know yoga but for the so listeners that might not know it's basically know. heated yoga with weights and cardio Oh my god, it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's just a workout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nuts, dude. I love yeah those sculpt classes. I didn't it, as like a the dumb guy, you know, a couple of years ago when I had no idea what yoga was. I going to sculpt for the first time. I was like, holy. Yeah, bringing shit. someone to a sculpt class for the first time is. You just walk out yeah. of there like you took a shower. Oh, it was yeah. insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think of yoga as like zenful and peaceful. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. sounds hard. Every Sunday, yeah. dude. Every Sunday, I'm hitting yoga nowadays. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. It. What is it? Um. You mentioned like you ha- you struggle with being present. Mm-hmm. Um. What is it about that that is so hard for you? You know. So, figuring out. You know, I I was in a couple different career paths. I was in, I worked in IT for a year, and oh. I um. You know, I I've been a server. I've been a nanny. I've been you know whatever, and still kind of trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. And Mm. I tend to kind of worry about the future and it does me no good. So it's, yeah, that's a big part of where I started. That's a great um, outlet too to to use Mm -hmm. yoga as Mm kind of like the the way to bring yourself present. I struggle with that all the time trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. I told you last year I was working at Life's a Beach cleaning out some lakes. Then I I mixed in some uh, attempt job at – yeah, United Healthcare. Oh, okay. And that was brutal. Oh, God. And then I worked at a, a marketing agency for a little bit, and now mm-hmm. I'm working um, with a startup guy doing more marketing stuff. But yeah. just, like, trying to figure it out, yep. having fun yep. doing it, mm-hmm. and the, everyone has their own path, which is pretty cool. Totally. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like wh- – because how old are you? 28. 28, okay. Yep. So, and we're 23, 24. Um, it, there's a thing called – Eric Erickson, he's a mm-hmm. philosopher – 
modern day philosopher, I think. Correct me on that if I'm wrong, Ty. Um, but in his book, he talks about how um, nowadays there's this new uh, like class of people, mm-hmm. and before it looked at uh, before it used to be just like all right, um, if you're 22 to like 30, 34, you're in the stage of like okay, now it's time to be like a father and mm-hmm. or a mother mm-hmm. and and serve others. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's actually this new period that it talks about when you basically between like 18 to 27, I think is mm-hmm. what he called it. Or maybe even older, like twenty nine, thirty, uh, where you're trying to find your genre. Mm-hmm. It's like the thing that you want to do. It's this exploring time where you can kind of look inward and really figure out like what yeah. you want to do, what kind of thing do you want to rock at. Yeah. And uh, I feel like we're all in that situation. And I love, and that's kind of like what this whole podcast is centered around. At mm-hmm. the most part, is we bring on people who find success and happiness doing or finding what they love, mm-hmm. and just like having a conversation, talking through that. Because it's crazy, like Andrew mentioned, like he's been, and you're. I love being around you, just because of seeing your progression last year. Just messing around trying to figure it. Just out. Just messing around trying to figure it out. Because like for me, I'm almost the exact opposite. Where it was just like, I had my job, my engineering job, right out of college. I've been doing it ever since, and then I've just been like slowly adding things on, adding things on, and now we're at this point now where it's like I just wish I was Andrew. <laughs> I was just like, now I would just wish I was able to have like, uh, being able to like set my own schedule every day and just like yeah. set intentions on like what I want to do. Right. It's crazy. I'm trying to figure out how to be able to do so, that. So he's 28. Mm-hmm. When you first graduated from college, how, what, and you said you worked in IT for a little bit, but like, how has it been finding that genre? Difficult to be honest. Uh, I went to school for graphic design and I have absolutely no desire to sit at a desk for eight hours mm-hmm. yeah. and so I'm kind of trying to figure out how I can be up and moving and doing something physical yeah. uh graphic design as in like branding for companies or what, what type of graphic design uh yep more so more like print media or social um web content uh I did take an html class but I completely forgot everything I learned <laughs> in it mm-hmm. um yeah so branding marketing gotcha and are you mm-hmm. still able to do some of that stuff that like yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, freelance kind of uh, just as a little side hustle, but sweet, not full time. Yeah. Are you working on uh, um, uh, what ta- like what kind of companies are like the companies that reach out or that you're trying to look to to do content for them? You know, it's kind of been just a lot of friends and family. Um, I just did a logo for a friend of my mom's. She's starting a company. Um, I did some business cards and. Yeah, that's sweet. The uh, how has been, or not how? What would be like your ideal day? Like say tomorrow, what would you, or what is it? What was it? What would it look like to you? Um, you wake up, go to the gym, get a workout in, um, and then, you know, I have not been working a whole lot this summer, and it's kind of been making me go stir crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, as long as I can get a workout in in the morning. I could work for the rest of the day. Yeah. Or not. Mm-hmm. I uh, just busted my ankle like uh, earlier this month, and mm-hmm. I have not been able to work out in the morning. Oh, God. And it has thrown, o- thrown me off uh-huh. significantly. Yeah. Like, on, like when I started working out in the morning post, like, college and just mm-hmm. getting myself in that routine, mm-hmm. it totally flipped my mindset for the day. Oh, yeah. You get up at 6 o'clock, you get up at 5 o'clock, crazy, yeah. and get that workout in the morning, your mm-hmm. day is kick-started so much mm-hmm. better versus, like, rolling out of bed, grabbing a cup of coffee, and then trying to, like, get things done. It's yeah. Just, it's yeah. not as fluid. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I 
work out at night, it's pretty much not happening. Yes. You know, because it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's brutal. You're, like, yeah. tired by then at, at mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, what I always, what always, like, drives me crazy, or not drives me crazy, but, like, blows my mind is how you can wake up and you're just, like, tired of shit. Mm-hmm. Go to a workout. And then you're Exhaust energized. yourself. And then, by the time you're done, like you said, energized. Yeah. I don't know. Where does yeah. that come from? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Blows my mind. Energy is a tough thing. It's a tough thing to balance. You know, yeah. sometimes you have good days. Sometimes yeah. you have some bad days. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find that middle ground always. Always. Yeah. And some people say that's their average quality. Mm-hmm. And this is an opportunity where I'd like to hear what your your average quality is, Maggie. So an average quality is something you do well at times and other times not so well at the end of the day. What is your average quality? I would have to say... Probably accepting criticism, mm. whether it's good or bad. Um, you know, I, I like to go out with people that are more skilled than I am at wake surfing and progress and learn. And, you know, most most of the time the, the feedback is positive, but at other times, you know, it can always be, you know, not so positive. And I'm awful at taking criticism, and that's something I'm working on. Yeah. So are you like, are you trying when you're, when you're getting like that, that hard criticism, as mm-hmm. some would say, mm-hmm. how do you, or why is it, do you think that you respond negatively? Um, so this kind of goes back to, um, being present. I, you know, I, t- I really am trying try to listen to what they're saying and, you know, put it into what I'm doing next time around. But a lot of the times when I throw tricks, I kind of just go, my mind just goes blank and I don't really know what I'm doing. And so that's the biggest part is listening to what they have to say to me and remembering it and following through with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like part of the progression is like the feedback mm-hmm. aspect. Like mm-hmm. I love when people come to us and are like critical of our podcast, say, hey, you could do this better or something or that. Cause I mean, that's just how you progress and mm-hmm. improve. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's really cool that, um, like accepting that criticism sometimes because like I mean I'm sure people like people with us do they just give you just like stupid advice just what are you doing because <laughs> that's that's probably a lot where of the, the t- time they say stop sucking or really? do mm-hmm. better it's like come on give us something <laughs> like we had a one star review on our podcast one time oh, and damn. all it said was eh and oh. it was like come on like why was it one star give us give us yeah. some like give us some reason yeah. is it yeah. something I said because it's probably it. I feel like an eh is like maybe like a three star. Like you, you, you yeah. kind of liked it, but no, it was one. And was one. we'll never know why. Brutal. I mean, I, yeah. But on the flip side, mm-hmm. what is in your back pocket? So this would be something that when like pressure turns into stress, you're in a mm-hmm. tough situation or you're right about to hop up into that second buoy and you're, you're faced with, you know, not criticism, but adversity. What kind of thing do you rely on um, in your back pocket? I would have to say... Probably mindfulness, staying, mm. being mindful and, you know, taking care of myself and what, you know, sometimes I get all caught up in what's going on around me and what my friends are doing. And, you know, whether, may, granted, I'm exhausted, I maybe try and go push myself to go out and meet up with them. Um, but just about, you know, nutrition, staying hydrated and, yeah, it's all part of the yeah, and uh, yeah. you're probably wondering right now, like, they're probably out on the lake, and you're here with a podcast, and you're like, oh, I wish I was out on <laughs> <in> the lake. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, you said you just got off the, the lake with some friends from Portugal? Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. Are they also yeah. wake surfers? They're ocean surfers. Whoa. But But so my friend, she's from here. 
um, she lives over in Portugal now, uh, and her boyfriend's Portuguese. So Whoa. they they come back every summer for about three weeks, and surf sure. and hang out and. That's super dope. Yeah. yeah. Do you uh, have you ever actually actual ocean surfed before? Once. Once. Once in San Diego. Dude. Yeah, I need to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that'd be so much fun. Yeah. I've never done it before. It'd be gnarly. I went. I was in Hawaii. Extremely tiring. I tried to go in Hawaii, but I yeah, it was pretty. The, the waves crazy. are way too big. Yeah. There's no way you can learn out yeah. there. It's you're gonna just get pummeled. I tried body surfing, <laughs> which was the worst decision for the size of the waves. Mm-hmm. It was like a um um and a shoreline breaking wave. Mm-hmm. So, which I didn't realize when I like got onto the wave and I was like on the top, like, Oh my God, this is so cool. This is like a 15 foot wave. Like I'm on the top. This <laughs> and is gnarly. P- and then it crashed and I didn't like know it was going to hit the the sand right away. Like mm. it breaks and it goes, sh- you, and I went vertically down and totally scorpioned myself where I, my head hit oh. the sand and my feet went over my head and bent me over. I had the back pain. <laughs> so it was one of the worst crashes. I, and I bet you everyone on the beach was just like, Oh man! So I, I should have sent this to you the other day. There's a uh, this meme of this kid like running out uh, with his boogie board, and he like runs right into the shoreline, and just it literally flips him in the air. I was like, so Andy, dude. so Andy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fun fact about Andy, he was in Hawaii for the nuclear crisis or oh, the crazy crisis. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so when was nuts. that? January. 2018 okay and i was out there april 2018 okay so just after yeah it was gnarly oh. like everyone freaked out and i was sitting in my bed in my, in my hotel room when i got it because it was like 8 30 in the morning a little hung over from the night before mm-hmm. and uh you get a, like an alert on your phone like everyone got the alert on their phone yeah. and i like didn't process it right away i was just like oh really and uh walk i like i don't live here yeah i don't know yeah, what's going on <laughs> you just like whatever what's going on and uh my roommates were out for breakfast and so i was home i was in my hotel room by myself mm-hmm. and i opened the door and like kind of like you know look left look right <laughs> see like what everyone else is doing and a maid was standing right there and go you need towels and i go all right what the hell's going on right now <laughs> 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 and uh and then, like, I, like our teachers, like, all texted us and stuff. I was like, I can't even remember what they said, but it was like, be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll s- like, I don't know what this exactly means. And you turn on the news, and it's all over the news, and they're, like, got live camera. People are opening up, like, sewer caps and jumping it in. Oh, uh, it, people cleared the, the beaches and a snap of your fingers. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole island flipped upside down for that. F- I think it was, like, 39 minutes mm-hmm. that we ha- were just in complete darkness of missile coming or something mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. to the point where it was a false alarm and for 39 minutes no one knew what to do oh my god crazy total mayhem total. parents were just freaking out uh they didn't get the they did they didn't call me until that night okay and i oh, call, yeah, cause, yep. and i had to call them and let them know say hey hey parents i'm okay <laughs> and my mom go, and my dad had no idea he goes what, ha- what what do you mean there was a missile crisis <laughs> and i'm like whatever dad like you, i almost just died today <laughs> Don't worry about Whatever. it, dude. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Um, I I just have a question. Um, gnarliest day you've ever had on the lake? You've had a lot of them. I would I'd love to hear if you had like one in particular that you really liked. Ooh, oh yeah. Okay, so last summer I got a buddy that's got a big boat, and we sacked it out and surfed it last summer. That was pretty fun. Um, I think there was probably about fifteen of us on the boat. We filled the fat sacks. 
put on the wake shaper. Yo, wait, wow. what is what does sack in the boat mean just for so, contact for the listeners? So, so wake surf boats have these um, onboard ballasts that fill with water yes. to weigh the boat down and make the wave bigger. Um, a lot of older boats will use external fat sacks to help make the wave bigger. So you you just basically put them on the floor of the boat or position them where they best make the wave perfect. Um, and then, yeah, so that's what a fat or a ballast fat sack is. So we put like three of those on the boat and then we popped on the swell wake surf or wake shaper. Yeah. And we were doing tow-ins with a jet ski and it was, it was pretty freaking fun. That's yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, we might have to try that out. We got, we hard, know some big people. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just bring out the beef. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's really all you need is you need like, if you're going to go 15 deep, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll grab a couple old linemen. We have a couple friends that are on keto that like yeah. do a lot oh, of God, deadlifting. I, I, I probably know who you're talking about. exactly exactly maddie c maddie c dude Uh, maddie c that would be a that's a that's a great ad that's value added right there shout out to matt right now he's getting a tattoo he's he's a full-blown yogi what's up matt yeah what's up matt you're not here he's just waved to you on uh on ig live so hey man i'm in too much pain yeah he's getting it on his forearm yeah what is like flower or something yeah Um, oh i so it I have, let me know if this is like a feasible thing to mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you could create like a massive wave, right? Mm-hmm, Fat sacks. Mm-hmm. And then drive a jet ski, like tow someone behind it. And then like have them gain some speed going right for the big wave. And then jet ski that, turns out of the way. That's and what then we were you doing. Just freaking launch. That's, what, yeah. that's what you guys are doing? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. That sounds so sick. Launching, pulling into the wave, whatever. Oh dude, that sounds amazing. Mainly you, the it, only reason we did tow ones was because it, the, the the propeller and stuff yeah mm, yeah that's scary yeah. yeah you don't want that and i don't think he had like a rope okay hook either yeah, we don't we don't want any injuries no no so when you is there a, a risk when you're wake surfing like getting too close to the boat like are there kind of scary stories or of people getting like injured and messed up oh i was out surfing one time probably about four or five years ago um I was out with three other people and we were in an, like an 07 Malibu. So it was sacked out, whatever this cigarette boat cuts like right in front of us as we're, we're only going like 10, 12 miles an hour. And the cigarette boat just cruises right by and my buddy had to pull the throttle back because otherwise we would have hit each other. And I went flying into the back of the boat. I didn't get hurt. My board did, but oh man, it was, it was sucky. Yeah. yeah. I see that guy around the lake all the time and I just secretly flick him off in my head. <laughs> Wait, what's a cigarette boat? Super fast, super loud, really ugly boats. Like they're they're super narrow. Uh, they go really fast. Usually, guys that own them, you know, kind of just big old big yeah. dickin' dude. Yeah. They're the same guys. Little dickin', little, little, little dickin', dickin'. <laughs> trying to be the E. That's so true. There's that one that uh, that black, that matte black one. Mm. That's super loud. Suede inside. Yes, and I know. <laughs> I know that one from cleaning up Life's a Beach. Always seen on it. Ferndale. Yep, their house, their it, massive oh, mansion. And when anybody, whenever it was out, it was always making the loudest noises, yeah. and you could see everyone around like rolling their it's eyes, like the like, Batmobile of boats. Screw you, type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, so, that guy's like thirty-five or something from Wall Street in New York. Oh, for real? He's got like three kids and a wife. God, just chilling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nuts. We yeah. got kicked off a lot of boats when we were on Minnetonka for Big Island oh. this year. Oops. Those are a lot of big boats too. I'd say those yeah. would be the cigarette boats as well. We got kicked no, no, off. no, those aren't cigarette. No, those boats. aren't cigarette those boats. Aren't? Are no. like here, I'll show you. Okay, they're they're like speed boats almost. Yeah, you've got oh, your, you've got your cabin cruisers, which are the big guys. Yeah, they like pop out of the water. That's the right. Yeah, they're yeah, just, they're like. Phew, phew. Dude, oh my god, what? Is, 
but yeah, let's see. Oh, freaking Big Island, dude. Uh, our, us little dingoes boat hopping, everybody's tied off, and we're just going on to other people's boats. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's your fault for getting kicked off. Oh, yeah, You can't absolutely. just go on another we person's deserved boat. It. Yeah, we deserved it. I was stealing beers. It was, uh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it, I, I, do that. I think one of our buddies that. got Spartan kicked off the, the boat. The lake won't let you come back. Could have framed exactly. that better. Yeah. We're just getting kicked off boats like it was. No, yeah. we right, didn't. This we, is we a cigarette boat. First Amendment right. Oh, my God. They're yeah. not quite that big on Lake Minnetonka. This is like what I would buy. That's like the the black mat one. That you, that's pretty much a that's cigarette. The, yeah. Dude, this yeah. is what I would buy in like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> my GTA guy, what, my GTA character would have one of these boats for sure. And imagine how loud that can, like those things, yeah. those things hum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh I don't understand having that on a lake for. That's like as small as, or not, I shouldn't say as small as Tonka, but has, that's not super open. Exactly. You know, like you take them on like Lake Michigan, so you mm-hmm. can open it up yes. and like actually yeah. feel the roar. Exactly, blows my mind. Yeah. But um, I'm Wait, cu- I have one more question. Or you can go. I'm curious Sorry. if you have anyone um, that you'd like to come on our show. So we always ask our guests yeah. someone to challenge us yeah. with because we want to get deeper into your your network. So yeah. is there someone that you'd like to see on the back pocket? So he's not necessarily a surfer. Um, he's a good buddy of mine that I've known forever. He uh, runs a company called Ufta Adventures. His name's Wells Bros. Uh, he does. Have you guys ever seen the pedal pubs in Minneapolis? Yeah. Yep. So he has two of those on the lake. So it's basically oh. a pontoon with a center bar, and you sit on the bar, and there's pedals, and you pedal on it, and there's a big wheel in the back of the boat that propels it. You can. I've do, seen this. Yeah. Our yep. buddy sent a, a message to us the other day and was like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" And yep. I'm like, Ooh, that's that my. So tiring. that's my buddy's company. It's called Ufta Adventures. Okay. Um, he grew up around the lake too, and he's he's just he's a funny guy, and I think he'd be a super cool person to have. His name's on here. Wells. Bros? Yeah, Wells like Fargo, okay. like the bank. Wells like Fargo. Yeah. Wells Bros. That's that literally is a how sick he introduces name. himself. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, so doing that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the question that I was going to ask was uh, your favorite lake. No, there's a lot Ooh. of them. Like like uh, like Minnetonka. Is it Minnetonka? Is that your favorite? Out of the 10,000 here. Uh, the so, yeah. You know what? There's I mean, that's really 11, the one I've spent the most time on. Okay. So it's, yeah. We should just start doing, like, reviews. Yeah, just going yeah. and, like, playing around in them and say, hey, this one was kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you'd I think rate that's them. great content right there, right? I think. They do rate yeah. the bays in, like, Minnetonka, like, A to D, you know, by cleanliness. and. Mm. Okay. If Life's a Beach went there and cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Right there on. you go. Yeah. I love that. All right, so we've been uh, we've been peppering you with questions, and mm-hmm. I think they've been good questions. Like we we're pretty good at this, I think. I don't know. Well, actually, we're average. We're, we're very average, average at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, but we you've been crushing it. Thanks. Um, do you have any questions for us though? You know, I'm gonna ask this one again. Okay. What made you guys start the podcast? Mm. Great question, and this is awesome that you. I'm asked sure you that, get it all the time. But it's great that you asked it because you just brought in a whole new boat of listeners. Mm-hmm. People oh, nice. Right? Good word. Go to listeners. I dig it. Yeah. So they don't know. They may not have heard what the back pocket's all about. So thanks mm-hmm. for asking that question. We started this um, in February 2017, mm-hmm. and now we've released over 200 episodes. And we started it because we th- wanted to have a conversation with our closest friends and record it. And then that's just transformed into reaching out to our professors and then reaching out to people on Instagram. And then this challenge question, that's it kind of expanded our network. Mm -hmm. And now we're trying to dominate the sandbox with the sandbox being the Twin Cities. Heck yeah. And we love having these conversations because it's the podcast format is always 
however the guest wants to structure it. We are just here asking questions. We are genuinely curious about how you got to where you are today. So how you how you respond to each one of our questions kind of guides the conversation. And yeah. our job is just to sit here, listen as best as we can, and make the conversation comfortable and free-flowing. Well, I was super comfortable. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, what's cool, too, is uh, we actually got asked this last week with Nate Timmons, mm-hmm. and he was – um asking us like you know you guys had this big idea for a podcast like how'd you guys come up with that and what's funny is like we really we had i mean our moms told us like hey or uh, we went to them like hey we're gonna start a, a political podcast like, we're gonna start it next semester mm-hmm. and both our moms were like don't start a political podcast so, like, <laughs> just don't, don't do that, that. yeah right. and, and so don't do that mm-hmm. and so we went in with into this into back pocket having literally no idea what this is gonna be and through sitting down and you know having these conversations like Andrew said we've basically created something from nothing in terms of like a brand and this idea of just like having these genuine con- undistracted conversations for an hour mm-hmm. and it's literally my favorite thing to do so just an absolute blast though awesome. and uh, on a Friday we get to have this conversation and get to learn about your life which is really yeah. cool mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but this brings us to our final question absolutely uh, I'd like to see if anyone else has any questions we good Ty, you got any questions dude awesome Maggie, the last question of the day is a simple question. What mm-hmm. did you learn today from the moment that you woke up to when we're having this conversation? Ooh. I, know, I didn't think about that one before I came here. So now, now pr- you get yeah, to think about it. But I guess I spot. couldn't really think of it Maggie, before I came here. Maggie, you got to practice being yeah. present. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, I've learned that networking and talking and just meeting new people can really open up a lot of stuff and learn a lot of stuff about other people and right on get out that. of the circle that is lake minnetonka, lake minnetonka. get, get in the cities coming <laughs> yeah, to uptown exactly. a little greedy over here it's kind of it's not the cleanliest area in the in the twin cities but we keep ourselves pretty tidy though it's the, uh, our house has uh the inside the outside is it's a jungle out there dude, there are when we were waiting outside for maggie did you notice how many like cobwebs we just got out outside our front door exactly what's going on there yeah we got it, the the inside of the house looks fine but we have some uh, some yard work to do. Yeah, we. I would like to let or uh, get your input just real quick mm-hmm. on uh, maybe a Yelp review of our house. Was it pretty good? Like, I didn't see any cobwebs. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. The front porch was very welcoming. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's a good review. Right I on. love that, man. Well, hey, thank you for the Mama Podcast. You've thank been awesome. Thank you for having me, guys. Coast in my heart, right where I'm into from the start. It's so much warmer than the secrets you've been holding in. And don't you look at me sideways with those eyes. Anything that she could ever want is right in front of her. And she could never pay someone else to say. But what she's trying to get across to you, she's a star gazer. You can see the look in her eye She's a dream Jason She's made up her mind Made up her mind Just watch her now There she goes Just a step away From everything she says 